welcome to the 12th episode of the second series of Everything Under the Sun, a weekly podcast answering all the most pressing questions children around the world have about life on Earth. Today, we're talking about sleep. And to get us started, here is a question from Goldie. Over to Goldie. I my name is Goldie. I'm four years old. I live in New Zealand and I want to learn about why the persons get sleepy at night time and why the persons get hungry at night time at daytime. And hungry at night time. Do they get hungry at night time? Yeah, because I get hungry at night time. Thanks, Goldie, for your lovely question. It's such a good one. To answer it for you, I have Lizzie King, who is a writer and a nutritional health coach, which means she helps families stay healthy by eating really good food. And she's created a natural remedy that helps people to sleep really well. So I thought she'd be the perfect person to answer your question. Over to Lizzie. Hi there, Goldie, in New Zealand. What a lovely question you had. I'm Lizzie King. I'm a cookbook author and nutritional health coach. And I started a company that makes natural remedies for children. And one of them is called Be Sleepy. And it's all about how to get better sleep. So I've looked into this a lot. And the one huge thing that makes all the difference to whether we feel sleepy or not at night or whether we feel awake in the day is the light. So way back before we had electricity and we could switch on lights in our houses whenever we want, we were awake when the sun came up and we got sleepy when the sun went down. Because as the sun goes down and there's less light going into your eyes, something called melatonin is produced in your body, which and as the light decreases, the melatonin gets bigger. It's like a thing that makes you feel tired inside your body, makes your muscles heavy, makes your eyelids droopy. Then you fall asleep. So nowadays we have lights and we have screens giving bright lights out too. So it is sometimes more difficult to get to sleep in the nighttime because our melatonin maybe is stopped a little bit if it's too bright. And also in your bedrooms, if it's too bright, that could be difficult for you to go back to sleep if you wake up in the night. So just remember, it's all about your eyes and how much light is going into your eyes will be in charge of how sleepy you feel and how much melatonin you've got in your system. So if times change or you go to a different country with a different time zone, you could suddenly find your clock in your body. We have a clock inside our body. We call the biological clock or the circadian rhythms. And that is in charge of keeping you in your daytime clock. And if you disrupt that by going abroad or by changing your time zones, changing your clocks backwards or forwards like we have in England, then you can find yourself finding it difficult to go to sleep at night. Then you can eat some things that have melatonin in, like sour cherries and bananas have potassium in, which makes you feel sleepy. And so then you can help yourself feel sleepier. So going out in the morning is a really good way of setting up your biological clock to feel wide awake in the morning. And then after you've had a long time being awake, feel sleepy in the evening. So I hope that helps. Thank you, Goldie, for your great question and have a lovely day. Bye bye. 
thanks so much for your brilliant answer, Lizzie. And I hope that answers your question, Goldie. Our next question comes from Isla and Meg. It's about sleep as well, but it's not about humans and how we sleep, like Goldie's question. It's about a creature that lives in the oceans, rivers and lakes of the world. Can you guess which creature we're talking about? Yep, we're talking about fish. Over to Isla and Meg. I'm Isla and I'm eight. I'm Meg and I'm six. We're from Newcastle and we're sisters. Our question is, do fish sleep? Thanks, Isla and Meg, for sending me your great question. Well, yes, fish do sleep. I absolutely love scuba diving and I've been diving at night in the Philippines and I was lucky enough to spot fish snoozing inside holes in rocks or under rocks at night. It's not exactly sleep like you and I sleep, as in deeply all night long in a bed, but it's definite rest at night. Fish can rest by floating in one place, wedging themselves into mud, sand or coral, and some even find nests to sleep in. Fish generally find a spot where they will be safe from being eaten, then rest to store up energy. They hang in the water without moving, are slow to respond to things going on around them, and breathe slowly. It's amazing to see them at night, it's completely different to it in the day, when the fish are swimming around and having fun. In the night, I saw them all just hanging suspended in the water underneath rocks. It was really incredible. Now you both probably sleep by curling up in bed and closing your eyes until you fall asleep. But fish don't have eyelids, so they have to sleep with their eyes open. There are some fish that are not asleep at night, they sleep in the day. These are nocturnal fish and we talked about them with James the Fish Curator at the Natural History Museum in an earlier episode where we answered the question, are some fish nocturnal? And he talked about a fish that sings at night. So scroll back to have a listen to that one if you want to find out about fish that sing at night. We also chatted about parrotfish in another episode. I was asked why parrotfish make sleeping bags out of snot around themselves. And it's to protect them from danger while they sleep. That's really quite an incredible thing they can do. Now, sharks have to swim all the time to help them breathe. They need water to constantly flow over their gills so that they can breathe. So some sharks never stop swimming. They just take occasional rests for a few minutes of time throughout the day and night, taking little shark naps. Other more ancient species of shark do stop swimming, and they use something called buckle pumping, which is spelled B-U-C-C-A-L, buckle pumping. Buckle is the name of the cheek muscles that pull water into the shark's mouth, then pump it out over their gills. Nurse sharks, angel sharks, and my favourite name for a shark, Wobbegongs all breathe this way so that they can sleep and breathe at the same time. We don't know whether fish dream when they're asleep, but scientists have studied a sleeping octopus and it changed colours when it was asleep, suggesting it might have been dreaming about hiding from predators or catching prey, which is why octopuses change colour when they're awake to sneak up on or escape from prey and predators. Isn't that amazing to think that octopuses might dream? Wow! We don't yet know about fish. I hope that answers your question, Isla and Meg, and thank you for sending it in. 
Our next question is also about another animal and sleep. It's about one with eight hairy legs. What could it be? It's about spiders. And it comes from Valentin. Over to Valentin. Hello, my name is Valentin. Um, I am four years old and my best buddies are Oscar, Arthur and Harrison. My favourite thing um, to build a machine turns them into real. And my um, question is, do spiders sleep at night or they be awake at um, night? Bye-bye, Molly. Thank you so much for your great question. Well, spiders don't sleep the way you or I do, but they do have times of the day and night when they rest. Like fish, they don't have eyelids, so they can't close their eyes, but they can get very still and store up their energy. This is really useful because spiders never know when they're going to get their next meal, when an unfortunate fly is going to bump into their web, ready for them to gobble up. So spiders have to be able to go for a long time without meals. So this is why they're able to rest for periods of time when they're not eating. As for whether they sleep at night or in the day, a lot of spiders do rest at night because a lot of creatures that try to eat spiders, like birds, for example, are also resting at night. So spiders can relax more at night without being eaten up as another creature's snack. When a spider rests, it's a bit like when your computer goes into sleep mode. There isn't much activity, so not much energy or battery power is used up. But as soon as you tap a key of your computer, it springs into action. This is what happens with a spider. It can be really quiet and still in its web, just waiting. But as soon as something hits its web, then it springs into action to eat it up. There's a species of spider called the Australian redback, which has been observed going for six months without eating but it will then jump into action as soon as it sees something it can eat. Now, I heard that you were worried about a spider in the corner of your room at night. Well, let me tell you, you don't need to be worried about going to sleep with a spider in your room in case it crawls onto you, because it probably won't. Spiders are more than likely very scared of you when you're asleep. You breathe deeply, you have a beating heart, you move around in your sleep, and you might even snore a bit. All these things warn spiders of danger. They pick up the vibrations from the noises and they will stay well away from you when you're asleep. A spider wouldn't crawl into your bed because there's nothing for them to eat there. We humans are so big, spiders barely notice us. To them, we're just a bit like a big rock, something that's there rather than something interesting for them to pay attention to. So don't worry, if you're sleeping and there's a spider in your bedroom, if you want, you can just leave it there because it won't bother you in the night. I hope that answers your question and thank you for sending it in. Right, that's it for this week. Wishing you all a very lovely week. A huge thank you to the wonderful Lizzie King of Lizzie Loves Healthy for talking to us about sleep and why we get hungry and sleepy at bedtime. And a big thank you to Isla and Meg, Goldie and Valentine for this week's questions. A big thank you to Ash Gardner at House of Strange for the theme song and Audio Networks for all the lovely incidental music we use this week. If you like the show, remember to rate it and leave a lovely review wherever you listen to the podcast. And of course, 
get all your friends listening and sending in questions. If you'd like to send me a question, all you have to do is borrow an adult smartphone and then get them to record you saying your name, your age, a bit about yourself and send it in to me at molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk. And if your parents would like to follow us on Instagram, we're at everythingunderthesunpod and on Twitter at everythingutfs and on Facebook at everythingunderthesun, Molly Oldfield. I also want to let you know that I've written a beautiful book called Everything Under the Sun, which is filled with all of your questions. 365 of them, one for every day of the year, and it's been illustrated by 12 wonderful artists. So it's a really big, beautiful book, and I'm very excited about it coming out in September. But you can pre order it now if you want to be ahead of the game. Wishing you all a very lovely week full of lots of sleep, nice food, and relaxing times. I hope you're all doing well at home. Hopefully, not too much longer of this homeschooling, and you'll be back with your friends before long but in the meantime do enjoy everything under the sun and send it to your friends so that you can all listen to each other's voices from around the world and hopefully learn a fact or two thank you so much for listening and goodbye